This is the TJ Show, and if you've been listening to our program, you know that there is a cat that we just love. His name is Apollo. It's Jabo's cat. Yeah, he's a special kitty. I, I don't even want to call him a cat because it doesn't quite define what he is. Let's just call him a baby lion. Okay. He roars. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like a normal meow to you? No. No, that's a that's a baby lion. <laughs> and unfortunately, he had a really rough weekend. How old is Apollo? I mean, he'll be 17. 17? In a few months, yeah. You get hit with this huge surprise over the weekend, and, and so many pet owners can relate to this. Yeah, you know, your pet starts to act a little silly. His belly starts to act up, and he starts throwing up and not eating. You get a little concerned. You're like, okay, what's going on? So took him to the ER to make sure he was okay. And we got a couple of liquids and things in him, like fluids. And after looking over his x-rays and his blood work, uh, she's like, I think Apollo has cancer. It's just so hard to hear. And that was really hard to hear because I'm like, wait, what? Are you kidding me? But then once I start at, you know, connecting the dots, I'm like, okay, that's probably why he doesn't want to eat. And yeah. his tummy's upset. And he's been drinking a lot of water and sleeping a lot more than cats usually sleep, which they can sleep up to like 18 hours a day. He was mm. sleeping forever. And so I had some friends that found out Apollo wasn't feeling well and they had reached out to send yeah. well wishes. Well, a couple things. First of all, Jabo, I'm so sorry for what you're going through because it's heartbreaking. Thank you. Yeah. The, these animals become a part of our family. Mm-hmm. And you know, my wife, Jess, and I talk about our dog, Luna, all the time. And she's like almost 11 now. Yeah. Our kids love her. And she's been doing great. Thank God. Yeah. But you, I, you never know, you know when you're going to get that phone call, you're right. going to find out. So I'm just sorry for what you're going through and the heartbreak that is inevitably there. Yeah. And also, you know, this is a great example of how I see Jabo. She's always pouring into people. She's always trying to serve others and love other people well. And here now you're in a little bit of a tough time. Yeah. And your friends reach out and send you the most encouraging mm-hmm. messages. And I'm so glad that we can play these on the radio because listen to this. There's just so much love here. And, right. and this makes me smile amidst this heartbreak. And I'm just trying to stay positive. Like he's on medication now. Yeah. And so he's going to live for as long as he's he wants to live. Right. Apollo! Now who's that? Ileana. Can I be friends with Ileana yeah, too? Yeah, she's, she's awesome. <laughs> this is a message for Apollo. Apollo! I'm so glad that you made it home, Apollo. I hope that you get better. I hope that you're comfortable. I hope that you get some little catnip, take you to a higher place. I hope that you are feeling way more comfortable than you were. And I hope that you're only a little bit guilty for how much money you made your mama spend. Yeah, that's Just a real. Bit, oh, yeah. But I know she'll forgive you. It was a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, those, those bills. Oh, so- man. Sweet Apollo, you are so loved. Now, who's this? That's Rachel. This is not just one message, it's multiple messages. Here's Rachel. You're the most talkative cat I've ever met. Oh, wow, so he's got a reputation. Yeah, people know about him. You can hold a complete conversation just with your one signature meow. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's a million words in one meow. Right. And your mom loves you so much, and I hope she's giving you the best snacks right now, the absolute best scritchy scratchies, warm place to cuddle up, and I just hope you know that you're so loved. So many scritchy scratchies, right? Yes, he's getting so much love. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be, now, knowing cats, I wouldn't be surprised if he's putting this all on just to get extra scritchy scratchies. I'll tell you what, if he is, he's going to get it, boy. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Well, Jabo, thank you for sharing that with us and for letting us hear that, because that, that my heart is touched. And, you know, I tend to find that in these dark times, there's always this light that somehow finds a way to shine through. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's there in your friends. Right. I'm thankful for them. Yeah. And so please keep us posted on how Apollo is doing. And also, can we play more messages of uh, his get well messages as they come in? Yeah, that'd be great. 
I've been feeling bad about something recently, Jabo. What's going on, TJ? There's a coffee shop that we go to, and they've got this little tiny water cooler. It's free water. Oh, for, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, whoever wants to fill it up, and they've got some plastic cups next to it, and you get your little meal, you just want water, you go up there. Very thoughtful of them. Right. And I have now this Stanley Tumbler that is so huge. Mm-hmm. I'm basically carrying around what feels like a five-gallon bucket sometimes. <laughs> I go into this coffee shop and you know I feel bad because I, I take out a large percentage of their little water cooler because I just fill it up. And so then I've started filling it a little less because I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, as soon as this thing drains, they got to refill it. And I created this whole scenario in my head. You started to feel guilty, huh? Yeah, that they were mad at me, that Uh I was using more water than you're supposed to take as a customer. It's one thing to take a little cup, but to fill up your whole Stanley and they're constantly trucking it back and forth, filling it up. And so I finally said, I know what I'm doing. I'm creating a story in my head. How often do we do this in our lives where we come up with this whole scenario? It doesn't exist most of the time, yet we react and we change our behavior because of it. That's right. And so I said, no, 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 not anymore. I'm going to just interview the barista and I'm just going to see how she feels about this. I'm going to find out from the source. Is this annoying you? And if it is, then of course, I'll slow down. And if it's not, then I'll keep filling it up. Hey, Elsa, you know you're my favorite barista. Thank you, TJ. You're one of my favorite customers. I didn't know that, but I, you, know, you learn something new every day when you talk to people. She told me that last week. Did she? That <laughs> I was one of her favorite customers. I believe it. That's so good to know. I have a question for you. So I have this big Stanley tumbler here. You see this thing? I do. I noticed it when you came in. So you guys have a little <laughs> water cooler. And when I say little, I mean it's a pretty small one. I mean, it's one and a half gallons, but... I guess I offended her there. <laughs> yeah, it's comparatively not that huge. I don't mean this in an offensive way. I just, yes. I'm calling it what it is. Yes, correct. So I have this huge Stanley tumbler, and I took down a percentage of your water cooler. Is that okay? Yes. Really? You're okay with that? Yes. And I was really surprised by that answer. Wow, I, I was kind. not expecting her to be super kind like that, and just like, yeah, of course, that's what it's there for. Uh, but I see a lot of other Stanleys and tumblers around. Are you guys constantly having to refill that thing? Constantly would be a stretch. Um, you can also, though, always ask to come up and I'll put ice in it and I'll use the thing back here. If you feel bad going from the pitcher that everybody uses, you can come right to the source and I'll hook you up. So not only Man. does she not have a problem with it, but she's offering to fill it up for me every time I want to. So this story I created in my head was way, way off. I wish I knew that because I've been walking around super dehydrated. I have refused to fill up my tumbler using a little gallon tank. I use the little plastic cups that they put there. If I would have known I could just walk up to her and say, hey, can you fill this up for me? I would be a very hydrated person right now. You're doing the same thing. You've created your own story and well, you've decided. to be kind and not be selfish. Right. But they don't see it that way. So we were wrong. And I'm actually really relieved about that. That is so nice. Do you know, I created all these stories in my head that you were mad at me when I was filling it up and none of that's true. No, that's just more about you than about me. And you're not upset? No. (laughs) Well, thank you. You're very welcome. I'm just going to keep filling this thing up. Knock yourself out. I actually only filled it up 75% of the way. That's very generous of you. But now I'm going to fill up the rest. Go for it. Right. Yeah, I, I sort of, I was like, I don't want to not fill it up, but I'll go 75%, which is pretty much full. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, I guess I'm doing the right thing. Thank you so much, Elsa. You're very welcome, TJ. Right. Have a great day. You too. So there it is firsthand. We cannot react to these stories that we've made up in our yes. heads because so many times they're just not true and we're changing our behavior. We're inconveniencing ourselves. They'll stop us from doing things we really want to do. Yeah. All because we were worried about what someone else thinks. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Elsa. You are still my favorite barista. You hear about it all the time. How much screen time? 
How much is good? How much is bad? How much is necessary? How do we use screens less? Parents talking about their kids. So we got to get them off the screens. Some of them realize it's the pause button. And so they give kids a screen. I've been there. You know, the screen sometimes can uh, rescue a very tense household. I can imagine. Is it good? Is it bad? It's in the public debate. And Kenny decided to go out on the streets, tap some random college students on the shoulder and ask them. How much time are you actually spending on your screen every day? And it's easier than ever to figure this out because our phone tracks it and reports this data to us. What's your average daily screen time like? A lot. I yeah. Mine's about maybe like 10 hours. I would say probably yeah. like 10 hours, an embarrassing Day. amount yeah. of time. But 10 hours, Jabo. 10 hours. That's a lot. How much sleep do you get a night? Um, eight to like six to eight hours. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, I wish I got that. Yeah, seriously. Is that what I need to do? Get on the screen for 10 hours? Maybe that's what I'm missing. Okay, so that's like 16 to 18 hours. I'm thinking we have another six to eight hours left in the day. Yeah, usually I'm working or like in class, so I'm not really doing anything else, but I'm always on my phone besides that, so. Hmm. Do you think that's too much? Are you trying to cut back or anything like that? I think it's perfect. I love my phone, (laughs) so I'm always going to be on my phone. So now it's just being admitted. Like, yeah, no, it's great. I like 10 hours of screen time. And like for being realistic, like the entire world's online. Yeah. Like as much as like people like don't want it to be, it is. So like to stay connected, you kind of have to be online. Yeah. Like not saying that's a good thing, but it's, I feel like it's realistic. Yeah. Well, I feel a lot better about my screen time. I mean, the life is happening online. Yes. At least you're viewing people's life, but the world and life is happening around you too. Is it? Still? Yes. Yeah. It okay, is. Good. No, I need a reminder it is still of that. Happening. This is why I like being friends with you. You remind me. You gotta be real, you know? Yeah. I don't really think it like matters. Yeah. Well then yeah, I guess if it doesn't matter, then why not? Do I mean you you use what? Twelve hours of the day on a screen? How many days? How many hours? Well, I don't know. My phone this week I've been on an average of an hour and twenty nine minutes a day. But Whoa. last week I was two hours and forty five minutes. Kitty. On my phone. Well, with either of those stats, compared to those stats, I, I mean, are you even using your phone? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's unbelievable. What's your average daily screen time? Oh, uh, daily? Um, I would say probably four hours. Four hours? Yeah. Probably four. like six or seven. I saw mine was like an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> Good on you. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. But I, By the way, that used to be a number that oh, people man. would clobber you for. Now they're like, wow, that's really good, Ken. I was going in there embarrassed. <laughs> She's like, good like, on you. Okay. <laughs> felt a little good, yeah. lighter in your step, Mr. Productivity. <laughs> I know. I was hoping for advice to, you know, cut back my screen time, but I don't oh. think you guys are going to be able to help me. No. no unfortunately, no. <laughs> We're not going to be any help. I'm unfortunately addicted to my phone. What are you on there doing most of the time? Um, just like scrolling TikTok or like texting people. I'll just be like, it'll be like three hours go by and I'm like, oh, I've been on my phone for three hours and done nothing. Yeah, we could all relate to that feeling. On, yeah, I've done that. To different degrees, obviously. Mm-hmm. But man, think about that. Four hours a day. What if you took one of those hours and you had five hours a week to either invest in a book or learn about some skill that you're really passionate about? What would that lead to? Even just taking... 25% of that screen time off the table. Some of those TikTok videos. I don't know. Could change our lives. This is the TJ Show. Wow, what a great honor. We get to welcome a new friend of the show. It's Aaron in Oregon. Hey, Aaron. 
Hey, how's it going, you guys? Hey, it's so great to connect with you. Here's the question I want to ask you as we get to know you for the first time. And I always send this invitation out. You can reach us anytime at 302-303-1151. It's your passport to get on the radio. Aaron, what is the most exciting part of your life right now? Uh, getting getting up and getting ready to go to the post office to go deliver a good old pile up of mail because of the holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because the, the holiday backed that up a little bit, right? Earlier in the week? Yeah. I work full-time at the post office. Oh, nice. Then I, and then my side hustle is doing woodwork. Yeah. Hey, listen, a lot of side hustles turn into the main hustle, uh, sometimes quicker than we think. So I, I'd encourage you to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to make you guys some stuff just because you guys are so awesome and you feel like a part of my life. I just want to... I want to just send you guys some gifts. Oh, Aaron, that's sweet. Can Aww. I call you A-Ron? Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. A-Ron, you done messed uh, up. All right. A-Ron, <laughs> you done messed up. What's the most challenging thing you've uh, built or made out of wood? 10 foot by 5 foot black walnut epoxy resin table. That Ooh. was That wow. was pretty That was pretty intense. So, so yeah, it looks, black. It looks really amazing. <laughs> it sounds it. <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like, like uh, you it's, yeah, your most excited project to date. Yeah, you know, black was, walnut wood. I know this is the most expensive wood, right? Yeah. You got to keep yeah. doing it, especially if you're passionate about it. Okay. At some okay. point, at some okay, point, this is this is going to catch on. You know, people find your work; they mm-hmm. like what you do. And old time craftsmanship is becoming a thing of the past. I know because my dad is an old time craftsman. He talks about these other contractors and how people are always cutting corners. So if you're not cutting corners, you're doing something right. Hey, thanks, you guys. Thanks. I um, appreciate you guys. You guys keep me going. Keep me positive. Oh well, thank you for saying that. How did you discover our show? Um, I just uh, deliver mail one day, and my phone was dying from battery usage, so I just switched to the radio, and there you guys were. There we are. Yeah, hey, it's it's always a great honor when we could be on your radio, and uh, we're so thankful to be in so many amazing cities across the nation and now beyond, which is pretty hard to yeah. to believe. Yeah. But um, Aaron, thank you for giving our show a chance. I know sometimes when you hear new voices, it can be somewhat jarring kind of loud and obnoxious because you're like who are these people and how dare they speak into my life that's that's my life though (laughs) my life is loud and obnoxious every day like that's so normal for me so I was like I fit in with these people these people are like my jam (laughs) that's awesome so Aaron it's such a great honor to connect with you thank you for listening to the show thank you for reaching out and uh, and thank you for your very kind offer to offer us a gift. I mean, it's totally not necessary. Just you listening is a gift. But if you want to make me a barbed wire bat, I'm sure I could use that for something. <laughs> I'll take a throne chair. I haven't been down yeah, for that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You're the best, Aaron. You have a great day. Hey, thank you. You too. Bye-bye. 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 Man, how fun is Aaron? Oh, he's so much fun. A-Ron. You think uh, A-Ron's going to send you a throne chair? Is that what hey, you're asking for? Hey, if he does, I'm ready for it. Man. I oh, love that. I wasn't expecting anything, but if he does send a barbed wire bat, that's going to be pretty cool. What are you going to do with that thing? <laughs> Keep it next to me. <laughs> At all times? People treat you differently when you walk around with I don't know. Maybe I should call, should I call him back and say, don't do that? Maybe. <laughs> no, no. Get the bat. It's like something I would make when I was a kid, and then I'd get in trouble for it and not know how to dispose of it. Well, you're an adult now. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't send me a barbed wire bat, Aaron. I don't want one. I was just, it was a joke. My dog, Luna, listens to our show every day. She's in the living room, probably right now, sprawled out. Mm-hmm. She wants to be entertained. And we're always thinking about humans listening to this show. Why are we not doing news for our animals? Well, guess what? We are. 
Welcome to Luna's Animal Tales. It's a segment strictly about animal news happening across the world. Now, today is a little bit of a tough one for me because I've got some really depressing animal stories and one that's just kind of fun. What do you think Luna would want to hear first and any other animals that are listening? I think she wants to end on the fun. Okay. Yeah, take that home with her. So Here's the headline of our first story in Luna's Animal Tales. Whales and dolphins are now partly made of plastic due to pollution in the ocean, one study has found. So uh, let me translate this. They're kind of like squeaky toys floating around in the water. (laughs) No, The study found that of those studied, two-thirds of marine mammals had microscopic plastic particles embedded into their fats and lungs. So, like I said, I warned you, that's not the this most exciting sad. story. I got another sad one. Okay. For uh, our dear friends. This is the last sad one, though? Yes, and then we're okay. coming up on the, the right. fun one. All right, good. Zombie deer now are being reported in 31 states. It's called a zombie deer disease, and they're saying, the CDC, that it could spread to humans. Now, it has not yet according to their research, but they're saying it could. Is this a fear-mongering article? It sounds like it to me. A but little bit. I'm curious because I'm around a lot of deer. Yeah. How can it spread to humans? They seem to think that it could be from hunting and eating them, and potentially infected animals could transfer in that way, but more tests have to be done. There are deer, elk, and moose that are showing up positive for this weird disease. Yeah, it's I a, say overcook the meat. They're going to continue to do these tests to find out how people can be affected by this. Now, not not the news that I wanted to hear today, especially since I think our, our deer are so pretty, and you know I love moose more than anyone. And now here's the story that ends in somewhat of a fun way. Disturbing at first, again, on I-95 in Philadelphia, major highway, a driver captured a video of a horse running along the highway clip-clopping along you that can would hear be a beautiful sight i would have loved to see that i don't know jaybo you shouldn't see a, a horse running full speed on the highway but just seeing a horse run is a beautiful well sight. that's true yes the police department in philly tweeted out on x hey philly uh hold your horses so we don't no. have to <laughs> i like a police department with but a I'm, sense of humor okay it looks like no one Some was dad hurt. jokes for the win And uh, apparently the horse was wearing a sweatshirt that said Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club, which seems like a really cool organization. It's a nonprofit, and no one really knows how it got out. But uh, everyone's fine now. They took the horse back. Animals are telling us something. A few weeks ago, there was a lamb on the loose. Was it somewhere like Brooklyn? And then weeks before that, it was a bull loose in Jersey. Like these animals are like, listen, we're tired of being held captive. That's Luna's Animal Tales. Now, I think my dog likes to be held captive. She doesn't want to leave the house even to go out sometimes. That free food, though, gets anybody. Yeah, she's on this soft pillow bed that she has. So uh, don't speak for her, but for other animals. Luna's Animal Tales on the TJ Show. This is the TJ Show, and our news, it sounds a little bit different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? I got clickbaited, TJ. I saw this article from Sports Illustrated with the headline, Patriots legend Belichick lands college coaching job. Yeah, clickbaiting. It happens to the best of us. How else could you take that? Well, what do you think that article's about, Jabo? I would assume it is what it says. Yeah. He's coaching for a college. My assumption would be he wants to get into the colleges and help build the next generation of talent. And then he'll potentially come back 
and take who he's trained. I mean, he's got to do it quick. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that, quick. That's how I would interpret that headline. What is it about? To be honest, TJ, you're actually not that far off. So, yes, he's finally got a gig, not a full-time gig. Sports Illustrated is reporting that Belichick will be the headline speaker at the Nebraska University X and O's clinic this April. Oh, I see. So he's going in to sort of give a little chat. Yeah, so they have this clinic in the spring where they have Nebraska players as well as other college athletes. They come, they practice, they learn from the best, and now they got the best to give their headline speech during this clinic. That's cool. Well, hopefully that'll help some of those people, right? That was very clickbaity, though. Yeah. yeah. The headline. I thought he was going to be the head coach of the University of Nebraska, but no, he's just going to be working with their head coach, Matt Rule. The two did coach against each other while both in the NFL. Matt hmm. Rule was formerly the coach of the Carolina Panthers. I'm surprised he didn't bounce into something. I really am. But I guess... It's not going to hurt him to take a couple years off. Yeah, that's the deal. And maybe just one year. It's assumed that he's probably going to take some kind of TV analyst gig for the 2024 season. And he was only interviewed by one team for a head coaching job, the Atlanta Falcons, who decided to go a different direction. I want to see him as an analyst. I will actually listen to to him. What is How in-depth can he get? Well, I know. Usually he's very short answers. Mm -hmm. We're used to him at these press conferences, but I've heard him interviewed elsewhere. He actually does have quite the personality and sense of humor. And I would listen for the comedy element of it. Yeah. I know he'd probably be funny. Yeah, maybe he'll surprise us all, Jacob. And sarcastic, which I love that. Right. be interesting. You spend enough time in New England, you start to get comedy chops because <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. everything's funny. <laughs> Kenny, what's happening in the world other than that? Well, in other sporting news, spring training in Major League Baseball officially starts tomorrow with the first spring training game between the L.A. Dodgers and the San Diego Padres. But there appears to be a problem with the new MLB uniforms. The Major League Baseball Players Association says players are frustrated and want it fixed before the season starts. What's wrong with them? What's wrong with the uniforms? Well, they're new Nike Vapor Premier uniforms, and not only are the players criticizing these uniforms, but the fans as well. Philadelphia Phillies veteran reliever Jeff Hoffman compared them to a t-shirt or a gym shirt, while Los Angeles Angels outfielder Taylor Ward said it looks like a replica. It kind of feels like a papery material. It could be great when you're out there sweating. It may be breathable, but I haven't had the opportunity yet to try that out. From the looks of it, it doesn't look like a $450 jersey. So it looks very cheap and thin? That's pretty much the complaints. The quality of it. Maybe it feels better and they perform better. Yeah, well, there were stars like uh, Atlanta Braves star Ronald Acuna and St. Louis Cardinals' Nolan Ariendo, who did praise the uniforms when they were introduced last week in a press release, but other players think differently, and the fans are saying that the lettering is small, they look cheap, and they have limited customization options when you go to buy it on fanatics.com. Kenny, what else do you have? An international operation led by the FBI and the United Kingdom's National Crime Agency has dealt a major blow to the ransomware gang known as Lockbit. Never heard of them. Well, they're responsible for billions of dollars in damages. They target big companies and organizations with ransomware, essentially 
encrypting their information and requesting massive payouts in order to decrypt. I have heard of that. Okay. So they've arrested two people in the U.S., two others in Poland and the Ukraine. They also arrested two more Russian nationals who use LockBit ransomware against companies and groups from around the world. Wow. That's quite the bust. The director of the U.K.'s National Crime Agency says... We've hacked the hackers. As of today, LockBit is effectively redundant. LockBit has been locked out. Uh, I wouldn't go boasting because I'm sure there's some other jokers out there doing their hacking thing. What I would say to any hacker, you're probably a brilliant person if you could figure all this stuff out. I mean, you know, half of us don't even know how to turn our phones on properly and here you know how to like write all this code and and you're probably brilliant and you can use your forces for good and it's not too late you can switch it around and you know especially with a story like that i think there are a lot of people in a lot of different areas of crime where they feel like they're they're never going to get caught and we often hear that's not always the case and so it's really risky to keep living a life of crime and you know and you're a valuable person you matter yeah. And who knows what the backstory is or why you got drawn into that. I'm thankful that I haven't been drawn to crime, but I mean, I'm, I, it could have happened to me. I don't know. Sure. I mean, just, I'm just thankful. I for think everybody's like one step away from committing crime. If you're desperate enough. Sure. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're put up against a corner. Yeah. If you're backed up against a wall, for sure. But I think it's really important to know that there are people on this planet who really want to help people who are struggling. We see it all the time. I mean, we've been connected with organizations over the years, Jabo. I mean, I think about the homeless community in Boston and how I met Boston Rescue Mission. And there are people that get looked over every single day on the streets, but they walk into this place and there are people that genuinely care about them and want to see them live a better life. And they do. And a lot of them start working at the organization. Their lives look completely unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. Everyone has that choice every day. So interesting story. Thank you for sharing that, Kenny. My pleasure. Anything else? Yesterday, we talked about this new guidance from Apple about what to do when your phone gets wet. And essentially, they recommended don't put it in rice. That old wives' tale, it actually might do more harm than good. They're just letting us know now? I don't know. It's worked for me all these years. <laughs> yeah, so. did it work? Yeah. It's, it's worked for me too, I suppose. But they're afraid that you might get a little piece of rice inside the phone that might cause more damage. And they had other suggestions on what to do. But the I wonder reason- if they had a big meeting in, around the boardroom. Someone said, we've got a problem. People are saving about $400 <laughs> in fixing their phone with this rice issue. Well, let's just say you don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That sounds good to me. Well, the reason I bring this up again is because the technology website Gizmodo is now debunking another myth involving our phones. And it's something that we've talked about on this very show. What is it? The idea that having several apps open in the background of your phone affects the phone's performance and drains its battery life. Is that not true? That's not true. But isn't what? Way, computers work the same way, though. If I have multiple tabs open on my laptop, it's going to eventually slow it down. According to Apple, who's actually tried to debunk this myth going back to 2016, but I guess nobody listened, the open apps aren't actually running. On the iPhone, for instance, when you see your open apps on the phone's multitasking screen, on a technical level, most of your background apps are essentially frozen, and your system just displays a screenshot of them for consistency. The impact on your battery life is negligible. Nah, I don't believe that. I close out all my apps when I get done using it. Yeah, and I've been telling my wife for years that she leaves every app open, and it's bad practice. You're telling me that she's right? That's what Apple's VP of engineering said in 2016, and Gizmodo is reporting on this now. Yes, camera guy Josh. 
Yes, as the Apple expert on the show, um, <laughs> first, it could still be bad practice because it's just disorganized, so I would argue There's that. There's that, okay. Uh, and secondly, then why does Apple ask if it can keep your location on because of background apps? So you know that little bubble that comes up and it says, yeah, I'll allow this app to track me in the background? Sure. Well, then it's doing stuff in the background if it's open. I think you should I fight Apple about this. Yeah. Seriously, I want to see it. that debate. Mm-hmm. Get, get the cook man in here. They say there's a key misunderstanding here that's force quitting an app is different from turning background app refresh off. Is it okay if I don't care anymore? Okay, we can move on. (laughs) I'm going to still keep doing what I do. I'm going to close out my apps. You're asking us to break hard habits. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I tend to close all my apps, and I'm just going to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Kenny, what else do you have? There's a total eclipse coming to North America on Monday, April 8th. We had one back in the summer of 2017. The next one... Won't be until the summer of 2044, so we better take this opportunity while we have it. We can get a lot done between now and then. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. Delta Airlines is offering a special flight that will allow travelers to spend as much time as possible in the path of totality. So this refers to the time when the moon is completely blocking the sun. The path of totality goes from Texas to Maine, so the flight from Delta will depart from Austin, Texas at 12.15 Central Time on the 8th of April and will arrive in Detroit at 4.20 p.m. Eastern Time. And it's going to be flown on a special Airbus plane that has extra large windows. It'd be a missed opportunity if they don't play Total Eclipse of the Heart. That's true, J-Bo. And I'm sure they will. The tickets do cost $579. J-Bo? I love to watch it from my my TV in my house. On my couch. (laughs) From the ground. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Kenny, what else do you have? A man in Washington, D.C. is suing the organizers of the Powerball Lottery. The man believed he won the big jackpot, $340 million. He checked the lottery's website, and he saw his numbers there posted, but it turns out the winning numbers were posted by mistake. Really? He is suing several organizers behind the lottery, Essentially, the company that runs the Washington, D.C. lottery website posted the wrong numbers. It took them three days to take this down. Seriously? This if it's three days, it's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I guess we'll see how it all plays out, but that seems like a huge mistake. I, I agree with you. Now, it's like throwing an ace down on the table in blackjack, and then you go, oh, wait, sorry, I wasn't supposed to be an ace. The man's lawyers say because the winning numbers on the DC lottery website match the numbers on the plaintiff's Powerball lottery ticket, the plaintiff is entitled to the entire jackpot that was then available. Should the courts decide that he's not entitled to the entire jackpot, they think he's at least entitled to damages for gross negligence, for posting the mistaken numbers, not correcting them for days, not issuing a public correction, and trying to cover up the error and deny payments. Wow, interesting. They're also responsible for the emotional distress that man has gone through. Right. How do you recover screams when you see you go, oh! And you made plans already? You have your whole life planned out? If it was me, I'd run right into a wall, (laughs) knock myself out, pass out, wake up. I don't know about that. Not know what was going on, recheck the site. I want to be able to use the money. Yeah, I'm I'm curious too. I remember when I left my last job, they accidentally paid me for a couple of extra months. I gave that money back. I reported the issue. I gave that money back. I knew it was never really mine. If this was indeed a true mistake, was this money ever really his? Mm. Granted, I do see his argument as far as the damages are concerned. Give him a call and let him know, Kenny. I'll let him know how Thanks I Thanks for keeping us somewhat informed. <laughs> now, it's been brought to my attention that apparently Kenny is upset with me over something. And I'm surprised to hear that because usually Kenny's not a guy to get upset. He's pretty easygoing. 
And I'm like, okay, what happened? Well, I, <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you, sir. Uh, sure. Recently, you've been borrowing my scooter, which I take to work every day. Well, to- yeah, let's explain why. We have a bathroom, and it's way down the hall in our office building. And one of the most fun ways to go to the bathroom is you hop on a scooter, and then at full speed, you dart down the hallway, you run in the bathroom real quick, and then you full speed back. Right. It's amazing how much that time you fun. save. Yeah, you could even cover up. Like, if you have to really go, you get back way fast. No one thinks you really went. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. I really do. And th- <laughs> giving my scooter to you for this use has given me joy because I know you have fun doing it, yeah, and I know you. it's added to your efficiency. However, this is my mode of transportation to get to work, and I go to the bathroom yesterday, and what do I find outside the bathroom door? But my scooter, you left it there. You didn't bring it back. Did I really leave it there? You left you it did. right by the water fountains near the bathroom. Yeah. Kenny walked it in, and <laughs> he, me and Kenny made eye contact, okay. and I was like, did TJ leave that at the bathroom? He's like, oh, yep. no. He was upset. I am very sorry. I actually, I didn't realize that I did that, and that is wrong. Well, I hope, you know, thankfully nothing happened, but there are other people on the floor. We've had things go missing from yeah, that area no, that's true. in the past, and, and this is how I get to work. What, do you want me to walk <laughs> four blocks to work every day? I no, guess Kenny, he is still upset. Listen, I apologize. That is wrong. That is a very rude thing. That sounds like something that one of my kids would do when I loan them something and then they destroy it. And uh, that was very reckless on my part. And I'm sorry. You know, what's wild is we're moving so fast in between segments. Like literally, I want a scooter to zip down the hall that I didn't, I didn't even think of it. I probably just like forgot that I brought the scooter down because I, I usually don't use the scooter. It's just when I want to mm-hmm, get there a little faster. And, and so I just, I forgot it. I'm sorry. What can I do to make it up to you? You didn't realize, though, that you went down there in the scooter and you came back, took you longer to get back no, to the you, office? I think I remember the time you're talking about. I got a phone call from my kids. They were fighting over something, and I was talking to them okay, on so the way back. Distracted. I and I was it. distracted. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what can I do to make it up to you, Ken? Well, I, I don't know if you have to do anything to make it up for me. I appreciate your apology, and I do forgive you, but, you know, the old saying, this is why we can't have nice things. I don't <laughs> think I can let you use my scooter anymore for well, this purpose. Oh, don't take it away from me. I like, I'm like. i having so much no, fun. No, you got punishment. No, oh, can I, uh, what can I do to get it back faster? Well, maybe we ground, yeah, I like that idea. Well, maybe we ground him. Yeah, for the rest of the week. <laughs> for, for the, the rest, rest of the, of the week. You walk. I can't use your scooter? Yeah, I'm going to lock it up with a bike lock. I'm grounded? Yeah, you're grounded. That's so sad. It's Better than time out. This was one of the most fun parts of going to the bathroom. Yeah, I think a lesson needs to be learned here, TJ. Are you kidding me? Would you prefer time out and just staring at the wall? That's kind of humiliating. I think I'm going to have to buy my own scooter. I think I'm at a point now where I'm going to have to bring my own beast into the ring. Your own bathroom Because then we could start racing to the bathroom on a scooter. That would be really fun. That would be fun. I, I do. I like that idea. I, I don't know if we're allowed to do that, but it is really fun. What are they going to do? <laughs> what are they, they going to do? Shake their finger at us? Like, mm. no, no, no. What are they going to do? Ground me? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, well, like right I now did. we're grounding you. Can I, uh, can I just use it for the rest of the week, please? <laughs> no, you're grounded <laughs> no, for the rest of the week. I don't want to be. It's too fun. You're taking actual fun in my life. How much fun do we get to have anymore? I was telling my kids about it. I was bragging that I use a scooter at work. Now you know right, how fine. your kids feel when you ground them. From Whatever. Something. Understood. Well, I'll get it back next week. If you behave. Thank you, Kenneth. And now I have an apology for J-Bo. Where are we going? Oh, for me. And then I have another one after you. It's like, when did the apology stop Oh my stop goodness, today? TJ. So let me just deal with J-Bo real quick. All right. So yesterday you, you texted me a joke that I thought was funny and I read it and I responded with the sideways cry face emoji. You know, where it's like, that's really laughing. There's the one that's right? just normal, and then there's the sideways one. Like it's yeah, it's really funny. 
and I sent you three of those, which is pretty extreme. You did? <laughs> but then I realized you were in the next room over, and I didn't audibly laugh at your joke. And so I was like, man, that's, that's a little bit of an inaccurate representation. It was a funny joke, but I didn't laugh out loud, which is kind of what that means. That's a la, 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 la. It's okay. I just assume when someone texts me those la, 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 la yeah. emojis that they really aren't laughing. They're not really going la, 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 out loud. Yeah, but I usually reserve those for when I do audibly laugh because I think it matters to really express my emotion through an emoji. Do you really and owe me an apology for something I didn't know about? Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I have to live with it. Can I offer a suggestion? There's a character on the show, Abbott Elementary, who doesn't LOL. Instead, he records a voice note of himself laughing, and that's how he responds to text. That's so beautiful. To let people know <laughs> that, that he's laughing. I think in the upcoming body cam era and the, the Google Glass or Apple Vision Pro where everything will probably be recorded, mm-hmm. I think we'll start to see the response to the text messages, and that's for long off in the future. We're not there yet, and we'll get there. Sometimes when my friends text me something ridiculous, I'll take a selfie of myself making a ridiculous face and then send it to them, let them know this is what I look like <laughs> yeah, as a response. Good. And then I also, uh, yesterday I was sort of feeling guilty about something and I sent a voice note to my wife, Jess, to apologize to her. And she responded. Here's what I said to her. Hello, Jessica. Listen, when you get something right, I need to let you know and I need to apologize. Do you tell your husband when you get something right? Yes, I do. So it's a recurring thought I'm having. I really miss that pasta and shrimp dish you made with the mail order food service that you signed up for. Yeah, one day she just decided mm. she was going to get one of those services where they like measure out the ingredients. Right. It's like a, you know, a home chef or hello fresh. Right. And uh, I was kind of down on it at first. And I jumped on it negatively. I love your food so much and I was defensive of the way that you cook and I was like, "Well, you make dinner and it's great." And I really wasn't thinking about your feelings, I, I shot myself in the foot with that. So I'm sorry. Because now I miss it. I, I really like the food Now you food think about said. it all the time, yeah. huh? I was wrong. If you want to bring back a day, and I still love your cooking so much. I always prefer that, but I know that time is a thing. So anyway, you were right. Yeah, it saved her a lot of time. Those so things then, are time savers, yeah, man. Then she responded. Hey, TJ. Thank you so much for apologizing and for saying that, yeah, you jumped to conclusions too quickly. And here's the thing. I'm still doing the cooking. Like you're saying, oh, I love your cooking. It's not like this is not my cooking. It's just somebody has completely simplified the grocery shopping and the mental labor of trying to decide what am I going to make tonight and made it just so incredibly streamlined and simple. Mm. And that just feels so wonderfully psychologically yep yep but yeah those were good days <laughs> it was a real gift yeah it lasted about three days Listen, but it's better than the alternative tj you could just not eat sometimes i just feel so like, overwhelmed thinking about what i'm making for dinner i just want i'll go to bed hungry i'm yeah. like forget it. i'm not even gonna cook anything no thankfully i'm not dealing with that so look apologies done for the day there it is this is the tj show 